Welcome to the John Lyon Podcast, episode 59. Today is a movie review. We review Mary Poppins Returns. So uh, we got Dallin back. He's always our uh, main guy I go to with movie reviews because he's such a huge movie guy. And then uh, we got Abby Wheatley back. Um, she loves Mary Poppins and loved Mary Poppins, the original, growing up as a kid. So I figured she'd be a good person to have on the podcast. That was Dallin's suggestion. Anyway, we do the typical for five, ten minutes. We talk about the movie overall, how we enjoyed it. Uh, what we didn't like about it. And then we go into spoilers, which there's not much to talk about, but we always like to say spoilers just so we have more freedom to talk about things just in case. But there's not really many spoilers in this movie. But anyway, um, hope you guys are having a good holiday. Uh, and yeah, episode 59 of the John Lyon podcast. Enjoy. We always start the podcast with a soda can. Sounds like probably drinking beer, but we're not. Hey, um, we're, soon we'll be sponsored by Coke. Soon. Uh, well, say Saturday. I don't know why I always say the day on the podcast because no one's going to listen to this the same day. But anyway. But just so they know, timeline. Yes. Then they're like, wow, why did you review, review it like a week late? Yeah, I know. How did, why did it take you so long to uh, release the episode? You suck at editing. Um, how you doing, Abby? I'm doing good. Nice. Excited. Yeah. So, everybody, this is episode 59 of the John Lyon podcast. Dal Lucas is back. Hello. He's usually here. He's like our standard guy for movie reviews. I guess, yeah. And then Abby Wheatley is back. Mm-hmm. Last time we talked to her, we asked her how it was to be like dating in 2018. Yes. Does it change much? We'll see what 2019, <laughs> maybe 2019 needs an episode. I think I think the Me Too movement is done, so yeah, yeah. it'll be different next year. Did you? It's not over. <laughs> it's just begun. It's just begun. So we're going to review Mary Poppins Returns with Emily Blunt and what's his name? Lynn manuel Miranda. And then a bunch of other actors. And then who's it directed by? Rob. Rob Marshall. Mar- Rob Marshall. Um, but before we do that. We're going to do a fun fact, and then we're going to talk about our relationship with the original Mary Poppins movie, if we have any relationship. So, I just found this before I started the podcast. Uh, at one time, there was an orca. Do you guys know what an orca is? Killer whale? Mm-hmm. Orca killed a great white shark near the California Farallon Islands in the year 2000. The smell of the dead shark's carcass caused all nearby great whites to vanish. A great white with a satellite tag in the area was seen to immediately dive to the depth of 500 meters and then swam to Hawaii. Hmm. <laughs> so you were like, let's get the freak out of here because that orca just messed up our buddy. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I love sharks and I love facts about sharks and I know a lot about sharks, but I'm scared to death of them. <clears throat> but my mom always says if I was ever to get bit by one, they would just spit me back out because I have like no meat on me. <laughs> But I'm like, Mom, the sharks are huge, and that one bite would kill me. So <laughs> them spitting me out would just be like I'm dead because I'm dying of a lot, loss of blood. I'm afraid of sharks, too. Yeah. I just I don't like the feeling of not being able to touch the floor when I'm in the oh, ocean. Yeah. I've only swam out far enough to where I tried 
going underwater. And as soon as I couldn't touch, I was like, nope. <laughs> I just like Maybe swam to the back. Maybe look up that fun fact, what that fear is the called. Mm-hmm. of open water. Well, uh, yeah. Or not I bet you there's to... even a specific one of like, yeah, not, not being, being able, able to touch, touch the, the floor. <laughs> I conquered my fear like two summers ago when we went to that reservoir up at the canyon. And like we had to swim all the way out to that like raft thing that Joey had. And I kind of got over it because I realized it was a reservoir, not an ocean. So there wasn't anything. Well, there's piranhas. Piranhas or what's that one old movie? Blake Placid with the crocodile. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> anyway. So there's your fun fact, everybody. Um, Mary Poppins. Movie original came out in what, 1965? Yes. Something like that. 1965 starring Julie Andrews, um, who I think is just a very classy woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I think she only did one nudity scene her entire career. Nice. It was the movie 10. Ooh, nice. With, uh, I think Bo Derrickson was in it too, and she had braids or cornrows, which nowadays would be considered cultural appropriation because she's definitely not black. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then Dick Van Dyke is in the original, and then a couple of other actors. Who's who played the dad? He was a famous actor back in the day, but he died a long time ago. I'm gonna look it up. But uh, yeah. to start it off, while I'm looking this up, who the actor is? Abby, what is your relationship with the original Mary Poppins? You love it, hate it, didn't really care for it. Love it. You love it. Mary Poppins was my childhood. Okay. <laughs> It's what about the, what about the movie? Like, when did you do you remember your like the first time seeing it? I don't remember my first time seeing it, but I definitely have memories of the movie, especially for some reason, "Feed the Birds." Oh, uh, that's my least favorite song. I know. <laughs> well, or the scene where she pours the medicine into the spoons—that was like. Oh yeah, nineteen sixty-four as a correction. Anyway, the feed oh. the feed the birds part always like I got it like mixed up with Home Alone. <laughs> Really? The bird lady. The, the bird lady in Home Alone. I, like those two scenes, like oh. for some reason, I, I felt like they were the same thing when I was younger. Was the bird lady on the second one in New York? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the one he befriends, but in the first one, it's the old man who's got the shovel. So before you move on, it was David Tom David Tomlinson played Mr. George Banks. Nice. Okay. So anyway. So you watched it when you were young, and then yes. did you just, one of those movies that you just watched over and over again as a kid? Yes. And Mary Poppins is my favorite Disney character. So have you met her before? I have at Disneyland. I have. They're always in the near Main Street, aren't they? Her, her, yeah. and, her and uh, Bert. Bert. They have their outfits on when they go to the Cartoon Land, like the. I can't even. I don't know what kind <laughs> yeah. of clothing that is, but yeah. that that outfit, the where she's wearing the white dress. Yeah, the Jolly yeah. Holiday outfit. There you I go. Just call it that. That's the yeah. one. So then, with me, I mean, I remember watching it as a kid a couple of times, and obviously, I think. As a kid, the most fascinating part is watching them go to the cartoon worlds. Because mm-hmm. when you're growing up, like movies are just, they could be boring for kids because of our attention span. But as soon as they go into those cartoon worlds, like that grabs your attention. That's the things I remember the most, especially with the other movie, um, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Yeah. So, what about Which you, Dan? I've never Peach seen Dragon, that. too. Peace Dragon, yeah. Like I hated Peace Dragon, though, because freaking my brother David would watch it all the time. He was <laughs> three years younger than me. I freaking hated that movie because I always wanted to watch, like, Princess Bride or something else like that. And he was just stick that stupid opening song. Oh, Petey. Like, I don't know how it goes, but I hate it. I don't remember. I haven't I seen that movie in so long. I hated Dragon when I was a kid. So then. So me sh- with Mary Poppins, like, I really only remember watching it like once or mm. twice as a kid. But like the songs, like I listen to the songs all the time. Yeah. On soundtracks or whatever. Yeah, they're super iconic. So like when I just watched it, like, I think it was like five months ago, the I didn't remember hardly anything. Really? Just like the just the scenes of all the the music. Yeah. I remember those, but like the entirety of the story, not at all. Well, and I always joke around that on musicals because you brought up the Feed the Bird song. Mm-hmm. There's always one musical 
Oh, there's always in musicals. There's always one song that I always skip because I don't know what it is about musicals. There's this one song you're just like, nah, it's not that good. I'll skip that one. Yeah, I definitely have one for this new one. Oh, really? No, we'll get me to that too. later. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I think it's the same one. But um, I like, hope it's the same for all maybe. of us. For for instance, my favorite one of my favorite musicals is uh, I think it might be my favorite musical is Seven Brides or Seven Brothers. Yes. There's this one song where the character of Millie, right after she's married Adam, they're like on the way to the cabin and she stops along to pick flowers and she sings this boring freaking song and I'm like, yep, skip that one. So there's just always a joke that my older sister said, like, there's always one song of musicals that are just like, yeah. Yeah, right. Charlie and the Chocolate, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, when yeah. the mom sings, I'm just like, exactly. I don't, I don't yes. like this song. Exactly. That's what it is. I'm like, why do, I'm like, I don't remember this song as a kid, but when I watch it now, I'm like, wait, what? That I thought that was like an added on thing, but yeah, I guess it's just it was that, always there. It's, it's the one song you can't really describe, but it just really drags the movie down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even just, White Christmas has a... Maybe even more than one. Really? I've never seen White Christmas. What? Okay. Is that the one? Erases. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I would say out of all three of us, Abby, you're obviously the biggest fan. Have you ever dressed up as Mary Poppins? You had to bring that up. Yes. Oh, no. I, I was just, oh, I didn't you know. Don't know. No. <laughs> was I, it, yes. Was it for so, Halloween at least? No. My sister, she, um, one of my nieces wanted a Mary Poppins birthday party. I actually don't know if it was my niece or my sister that wanted the party. Either way, my sister bought the costume mm. and asked me to dress up and play Mary Poppins, which I've never done well, anything like that. Oh, this was like two years ago. Oh, so you were like 20, a year and a half ago, maybe 27, yeah. 26. But it was actually really fun. Really? Yeah. I, I made see. I made the girls like walk around with like books on their heads, like good posture. We had uh, a tea party. Like, if I'm going to play this role, I'm going to do it right. Yeah. You're going to do all these chores. Yeah, I'm going to be strict. So... But then I remember watching Saving Mr. Banks, which came out two or three years ago. And one of the funniest things about that movie was we went and saw it with like Joey, Vanessa uh, and Michael and Sierra. And Michael walks out of the movie (laughs) and says, that movie made a lot more sense if I'd actually seen Mary Poppins. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, wait, you've never even seen it at least once as a kid growing up? But he's like, yeah, I've never seen it. So, But I know that there was a big thing about the author never wanting the movies to be made. It took like over 20 years and i think also they she never did not want any sequels and they waited till she died yeah and then disney's like hey <laughs> and her hey her, estate her estate's like uh yeah <laughs> we'll take it that's very similar to the whole uh tolkien thing for lord of the rings where the son who's still living is like no i hate these movies but i mean they're making a buttload of money off of wait it, for so. him to die and then we'll get the cimmerillion i know right that's what peter jackson's just like, like my precious waiting <laughs> <laughs> so uh going into the mary poppins returns um I mean, I've only seen Emily Blunt in a few things. I've never seen Lynn Miranda went well in anything just from the movies I've seen. So I was excited to well, watch it, though. Has he even been in any movies? No, you're right. Oh, he's just, oh. He just is the voice in the Moana. Music. Oh, he's in Moana? Okay, mm-hmm. so I've seen Moana. But he's just the voice. So. Yeah, so I've seen the trailer for Mary Poppins Returns. I was excited to see it. And so Jess and I went and watched it the other night for her work Christmas party. And like... Overall, I loved it. Like I just loved feeling happy. There was some good emotion in it. I teared up a bit on some of the moments, but walking out, I was telling you guys before the podcast, <laughs> uh, I just wanted to go to Disneyland because the music is like in the 1920s and 30s, and that sounds a lot like the Main Street music at Disneyland. And so I was just like, crap, my Disneyland pass is expired. Yep. I can't go back. <laughs> just got to renew. That's their plan. Yeah. But I think the music was good. Like the story pacing, I thought was it was pretty good. I mean, we could talk about what we didn't like in a second with that one song. I, mean, I want to know if it's the same song for all of us. I hope it is. But uh, I thought that Emily I really Blunt. Hate this song. Yeah, <laughs> I thought Emily Blunt did a really good job because I heard that she did her own take because she followed more closely <clears throat> the six or seven books. 
where she was in, in the books, uh, Mary Poppins is more stern. Yeah. Which yes. Julia Andrews did a little bit of that, but she overall like was more caring, I guess. Yeah. And and it was Disney likes to make everything happy. Yeah. So he like... probably had a lot to do with that. Yeah. So. What about you, Abby? Did you like it overall? Overall, or... I liked it a lot. Uh-huh. It I think it's good for someone who's like grown up on Mary Poppins and is gonna go see this film that you kind of have to remove the original yeah. and just view this as the Mary Poppins of this generation yeah. of kids, mm-hmm. and then it's enjoyable. That's how I felt Which about I'm it. Which I'm interested to know if, like, in 20, 30 years, if this movie will be as iconic to <clears throat> kids as the other. But I don't know, because maybe because this is a whole different tangent, which I won't spend a long time on, but maybe it's because it won't be, because the stuff that came out in 1964, that was the first time it had ever yeah. come out. And there wasn't that many people making yeah. movies, movies like that. Especially with a mix of animation and so because and maybe so we take, out. we took things for we take things for granted nowadays mm-hmm. because we we get things like this all the time. So maybe that's why things aren't as yeah. iconic as often anymore. That's, that's why movies like Gone with the Wind are still the highest grossing yeah. film of all time. Like if you adjust it for inflation, yeah, because that's all that was out. Yeah, yeah. And it was what so now there's four like four hours long, and there's intermission in yeah, between. Yeah, because there's just so many movies nowadays. It it's really hard to make something iconic. Yeah. What about you, Down? Did you like the movie? Um. No, I did. Okay. okay. <laughs> oh, because the big Abby, reveal. Abby, Abby was asking him before the podcast if he liked it, and he was like, I was trying like, to hold off. No. So you liked it overall. So I did, but um, I was I was telling some of the, my coworkers this. Like, I I really had to separate myself from the from the first one yeah. because the music is so iconic because I've heard it so much. Yeah. So like when you go into a a movie sequel of something that iconic it's hard to not compare yeah, yeah to the yeah. other one but i was just like i know it's not gonna be the same so i have to like separate myself and i like the music's good uh-huh. but it's like the first time you hear it you're like is this yeah like, you're that like good that first impression like i don't know yeah you're like i enjoy like i like the feeling of being with this music but like i don't know if it has like that standing power yeah and so I, I listen to the soundtrack a bunch after, and the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Okay. Because I, I was like, I liked it, but now I'm like in love with the songs now that I know exactly all the words and everything, yeah. know what they're, they're talking about. And then when you go back and watch it again, or when you buy the movie, now you'll know the songs, so you'll be able to enjoy the movie yeah. even more. And the biggest thing going into this movie is I hate Lin-Manuel Miranda's like voice. Oh, like oh. wait, wait, his his pikey voice or just no? His I I hate his voice in Hamilton. Oh, his like no voice. disrespect, Mr. Miranda, yeah. but <laughs> I I just can't stand it. That's why I hate the Hamilton soundtrack because I just I can't listen to his voice. He's in the original lineup of the actors yeah. and singers of the yeah. Broadway. And so I've I've heard like clips of the the live performances when he's not in it. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, I can appreciate that more. It's just his voice for some reason. I just can't do it. But in this movie with his fake british accent like i enjoy it yeah okay so i was like that it, that was one thing that this movie did positively for me yeah what about did you like emily blunt's per, portrayal yes i felt like so i when i worked at disney i had my cast member discount oh, yeah, you worked at disney so World, i went yeah. ahead and bought a lot of mary poppins merch that uh-huh. was available did and you buy I the bought... umbrella with the talking parrot yeah and <laughs> i bought the books by P.L. Uh, Travers. How many are there? Eight? Um, 
maybe I actually don't even know if I have all of them. I just bought a set that I they were like selling a crazy at the time. Fact that the, all a, eight, a lot. they were written over like from 1930 to like 1960. Wow, yeah. I didn't they were written that. over mm-hmm. a long period of time. But I started reading the first one, and as I was reading it, I was like, "This isn't the Mary. This isn't the Disney Mary Poppins. She's yeah. very much." You were comparing it to Julie Andrews, yeah, and so she is different, and so I could appreciate Emily Blunt's. I feel like it was somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But yeah. very close to PL because there were some parts version. where Emily Blunt was a little more tender, which mm-hmm. reminded me, like you said, of the of the Julie Andrews version. So, mm-hmm. yeah. but and I like that she was a little more edgy. Yeah, with like, like because uh, uh, Seth he did not like the burlesque dancing scene when she was like, uh, dude, what, what? was it? Uh, well, she had the crazy eight. Yeah, well, she, yeah, she has the, the, the short hair the and everything. Book? Yeah, I have something. So to say he about that. he was just like he's like oh, I just didn't really feel like Mary Poppins to me. I was like, that's who Mary Poppins is though. Like she is very diverse, eclectic and, and stuff. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she knows everything. She she does everything. Dude, I'm not normally a fan of the A cut, but Emily Blunt can freaking <laughs> rock that. Like I was like, man, this girl looks hot right now. She's like <laughs> making something like something's popping in my pants from Mary. Oh, so. whoa! <laughs> it's a jolly yowza, a jolly all day. <laughs> Popping in my pants. Anyway, no, but she can pull off that A haircut. And I was like, dang, she looks hot right now. But because um, she looked like another actress that with that haircut, it was weird. But I don't know. I, I liked, I enjoyed that song a lot. The only problem I had with that scene was the costumes. Wasn't a fan. I thought it was really? cool, the effect I, that I they were they going were really for. Cool. But I didn't love the colors. You talking about when they're singing or when they're like first getting to the when world? They're, when they're singing on oh, okay. stage, they're like a purple and pink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It's, it reminds me, I had this Barbie clothing kit when I was a kid that you could color your own. You oh. could color the clothes with markers. So that was a cool effect. Yeah. I was just like, I'm not... I just wished it was a little different. Because yeah. in the bowl, when they first go to there and their clothes are different, they look like they've been yeah. like watercolor yes. hand-painted. Yeah. It looked like some kid just like, you get go at it with this uh, this costume. And, like like I'd, be, I'd be down to cosplay as those Yeah, those that'd be costumes. cool. It'd be really cool. Um, so overall, we liked the movie. One thing I didn't like about the movie is freaking Meryl Streep's freaking song. Is that yes. the same song? There we song? go. Okay. Uh, bingo. <laughs> I think I have all a theory. All hands in. Okay. Yes. I have a theory of why she was in it. So Rob Marshall directed Into the Woods, right? Yes. And, yeah. she, and Meryl Streep was in that. Yeah. And so was Emily Blunt. Yes. So and I never go. saw Into the Woods, but then like, I'm like, what the freak is Meryl Streep doing this movie? Because if you, I'm not, no, with no spoilers, we'll get into spoilers in a bit, but going into her part of the story, there's, not really anything that comes out of except the lesson learned that the kids learn about your perspective changing. Yeah. Other than that, like, why do we need to know that Mary Poppins has a cousin yeah. and why we have this like tipsy topsy song? Like, the song it, is stupid. It added nothing to the movie. <laughs> and I feel like all the I like I was talking to Jess about this and I was like, they must have been like, we need to have one more song. And Rob Marshall's like, I'm gonna hit up Meryl Streep because she, she'll want to be in this movie, and mm. let's just give her this song. It's just like I feel like it was a filler <laughs> song. It had added nothing yeah, to the it movie. Did, it yeah. did nothing and. And like if if the the bowl, the China bowl, like had some significance later on in the movie, it would have been more sense. Yeah. But they don't go back to it at all. Not at all. So it's like, what's the point of bringing it to her in the first place? Yeah. So and that this isn't really any spoilers, but in the story, the kids on accident break their mother's. They chip their mother's bowl because yeah. their mother's passed away, and so they need to take it to this lady to fix it. And she does like this crazy tipsy topsy song. And like Dallin said, it doesn't really add. They don't bring dumb. the bowl back. So and. Meryl, like Meryl Streep has, is talented in her own regards. I've never liked her though. I haven't either. I think me. she's just a little too extra for me. Yeah. Like she just tries way too hard to be a good actress. 
That, Especially after the whole Harvey Weinstein stuff. It just stuff. feels so fake. Yeah, remember when when uh, there's like some clips of her like standing up and clapping for this one guy. I can't remember who it was. Is but it Harvey he, Weinstein? The guy no, it wasn't Harvey Weinstein. Oh. There was this guy who was accused of like, I don't know if it was child pornography or like something oh, to do with um, children. Like oh, the director, Roman Polanski? Yeah, yeah, that's one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like she like when he got his award- he was also not in America because he fled America because if yeah. he comes back, he'll get in trouble. Yeah, arrested. she was the first one to stand up and like clapping yeah, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. getting everyone else to stand up. And I was like, and then now with like the the Harvey Weinstein stuff, she's like the first one to like hate on, yeah. on him. And like, well, there's also a clip of an award show. Standards. I think it's the Golden Globes. She like, oh, we all love Harvey Weinstein. He's the god of this industry. Yeah. Like she's praising him. Yeah. And then, like you said, she's the first one to turn on him. I was just as, like, that's 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 the biggest reason why I haven't liked her as like a person outside of acting. Yeah. It's just because she just I don't think she knows who she is. Nope. Even though how old is she? She's like in yeah, and she sixty seven. I think know she's that. pretty full of herself, and that's why I've never yeah. really yeah. been a fan. I'm like, are you really that great? I know everyone praises her, but then she'll get up on stage and I'm be like. like I'm like, you've I'm been nominated best. for like 18 Oscars. Well, how many of you won? Like I one, know. two? Well, and like the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. <laughs> that means you're not that good. Yeah. The whole Harvey Weinstein thing, like you know that a lot of people, especially who've been in the industry as long as she has, they knew all this stuff was going on. So it was just so double standard for her to like be buddy-buddy with him. And as soon as he gets caught, like, oh, whoa, whoa, I'm not part of this. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to point fingers. So it's just exactly. Hollywood's just weird anyways right but, now. But. but she, I think she's like the, in my opinion, like the poster child of fake Hollywood. Yeah. And so that's why I'm... Not yeah, a fan of so I didn't like that song. I didn't feel like it added anything. I don't know if there's anything else I didn't really like in the movie. I mean, I know some critics didn't really like uh, Colin Firth as the villain, only because they wish they would have given him more. But I, yeah. I didn't really care I... because that's how old school movies were. Like yeah. the villain was just there to like you understood that yeah. he was related. He wasn't the main no. plot point anyway. So he was just a side. I thought he did fine, and and. Uh, Oh, back to what things... Wait, is there anything before I go back? Anything you guys didn't like? The villain part with Colin Firth, I felt like it was a little weird, but this is me comparing it to the other Mary Poppins, because mm-hmm. I do feel like they were trying to do something similar. Yeah. And it was like, the villain aspect of this was like very sinister, whereas in the first one, it was like, no, this is just life, and it's money, and yeah, the bank, and right, yeah. you know, and I almost wish that they kind of would have done a similar More thing. More subtle. Yeah. The villain, I don't know. It felt out of place for a Mary Poppins movie, but yet again, that's just like a personal opinion because they're trying yeah. to take it somewhere new. I think it's more somewhere modern new. Yeah. style movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there needs you'd... to be more tension. Yeah. So. Is there anything you didn't like that other than that song that stood out that um, we should have switched up or before I'm we trying to think. So, I mean, the the biggest structural reason why like, I, I kind of wish that they did things different in this movie because I feel like for the most part, they like had the same beats as the first movie yeah I see. like each of the songs like happened at the same same time and like they kind of like felt the same but the movie starts off with jack yeah and then in the original it started off i think with dick introducing the story but i mean that that didn't bother me too much but like but that was just compared like each of the each of the songs is like yeah feels the same as like one from the first movie and so that that also adds to your the the comparison nature yeah because it's like were they just oh, hitting on nostalgia or it's not they... the same as spoonful of sugar or yeah when they first or get step into in time the... this isn't the same as that yeah when they first get into the carriage there was one lyric that sounds very complicated and well, I was like well, oh they're trying they're to do... super califragile yeah. yeah that's what I felt too I was like are they trying to mimic that song but yeah. with with using real words this yeah, time yeah 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 because they can't make a complicated song yeah. like that they they because all the all the words in it were real they were just yeah. very long words yeah. 
But so. I mean, other than that, I mean, is anything else before we go into spoilers that you guys wanted to praise about the movie or or didn't like? No, I I really enjoy this movie. Yeah, it was definitely the most Disney movie ever that's come out. <laughs> yeah, in a long time. So I would definitely go see this in the theaters, especially over the Christmas holiday yeah. or the New Year's. Yeah, holiday. I like I was telling Abby, I was like, because she was saying, oh, should I go see it and then watch it again later? Yeah, because I have tickets on Christmas Eve with oh, you my are? family. And so for me, I was like, I, I wouldn't be able to watch it again until I've listened to the soundtrack and like fell in love with the songs. Yeah. And I, so that's what I've been doing the past couple of days. And so like now I like the songs a lot. So I think I would enjoy the movie even more. Yeah. I actually did something with this movie that I never do. I listened to the soundtrack before no, I saw the don't movie. don't do it. I know. I was not even going to bring it up. <laughs> That's because what he did with uh, The Greatest Showman. But Curiosity yeah. was killing me. And But the thing was is I did listen to the soundtrack, and I was okay with it. Yeah. So I was but like, that's, I that's think good. I'm going to be okay with the movie. Yeah. No, yeah, with Greatest Showman last year, like I listened to that before the movie, and I was like, dang, this soundtrack is freaking good. Mm-hmm. And then I watched the movie, like, hmm, they did not know what to do with these songs yeah like the movie just is it like they wrote wrote the songs that are amazing then they made a movie around the songs well that's what it felt like but they that movie took them 10 years to make 10 yeah and it and i guarantee the people who wrote the songs it only took them like a like a few months yeah because they're good yeah yeah, they 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 know how to write yeah so i'm like you can't blame the music on why the movie didn't really flow because each sequence of the music was good, but nothing connected. So that's why I don't like that movie. Yeah. But enough of that. Yeah, all right, enough well, of the greatest showman. <laughs> overall, overall, we enjoy the movie. I'll recommend go see it in theaters with your families, with your kids and stuff. So here's a spoiler warning. We don't really have too many spoilers. Not really, but I just have kind of funny things I wanted to talk about. This might be a shorter podcast, but who cares? Um, I mean, I've got a lot to say. <laughs> I do too. But okay, so spoilers. Anyone who's listening, tune out, go see the movie, and then you can come back. Um... I just thought it was a funny comparison. Mary Poppins dies. No. <laughs> she doesn't return for the next one. Oh. Um, no, the, the, um, crap, what was I going to say? Oh, so this is kind of me just being like, oh, the, I mean, only because an event happened earlier this year. So we all know that earlier this year, the whole Charlotte riots with the crazy alt-right white supremacists and the tiki torches. So when they're doing their song, the lantern lighters, and they're walking down the street with torches, yeah. all I could think was, this scene looks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just me being funny, like, oh, people are probably going to make this comparison, like yeah. those white supremacists walking down London streets. Freaking Disney. Yeah, I know. Oh. So Nazis. I just thought it was a funny <laughs> imagery. And again, I only thought that because of the stu- stupid crap that happened earlier this year, but I just thought that was like, oh, that looks really sick. <laughs> well, with <laughs> so maybe I'll just bring up mine right now. It's not a spoiler or anything. Yeah. But I just thought it was really funny when I was watching the movie. I couldn't I couldn't like get it out of my my head. So you know how in the Dumbo trailer for the new live action one. Yeah. So I I think the little girl looks like Madame Zeroni's like great granddaughter. Uh, like Eartha Kitt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, she just looks like she's related somehow. So like the the one boy with like brown hair, the little boy uh-huh, in Dumbo. No, no, in, no, in the, no, in Mary the youngest, Poppins, the youngest one. No, uh, it's he is he's like the second, uh, the middle. Oh, middle what was his child? name? He has like brown hair. He looks like Damien from freaking the Omen. Yeah, <laughs> like there's, a devil there's, kid. There's, the Georgie's problem. the little one. Yeah, I only remember Annabelle. Georgie. Annabelle's the girl. But I don't someone the pointed guy's name. out. I listened to a podcast or something. They said that the movie starts off like it. <laughs> Because the kid's name is Georgie, yeah. and he's chasing after a kite instead yeah. of a, instead of a freaking uh, boat. So Pennywise comes out of the sky. The whole time, I was just like, he looks like he's related to that weird scientist from Pacific Rim. 
<gasps> this guy. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's freaking funny. Oh, watch, yeah. watch, watch. So Dallin's gonna show—is it a GIF or a video? No, it's just the picture of the kid. Uh, like it looks, it looks. It so does sad. look like he's got big ears. He, he looked very concerned the whole movie. Yeah, but that's the point. Like the kids are like running this house. Yeah. Yeah. So going into—I mean, I guess this is spoilers, but um, crap. What was I gonna say? I don't know, Abby. What were you gonna say about the kids? I felt like I, um, Michael. I was okay. What's the actor that plays him? Do I don't you guys know. know his name? I'll look it up while you're talking about him. I was okay with his performance, oh, but wait. at the same time, still not. Like the dad. I felt like the dad. Yeah, I, I freaking felt, loved his performance. I felt like something was a little bit missing for me at times, and then other times I felt it. But I don't even know how to wrap my head around it. I was like, it just seemed like the kids were all okay. Like yeah. obviously Mary oh. Poppins was there to help them, you know, yeah. like through like they did have hard times, but I'm like, I feel like the struggle was so like. Do you feel like they should have showed the kids struggle a little bit more? Yeah, because it felt the like dad just, just is the clearly dad. having a hard time, and then it's like the kids are like taking care of everyone. They're like, come on, Dad, yeah. stop being a freaking bitch. <laughs> and I didn't feel like Mary Poppins helped him out too much. Yeah, and I was like the whole yeah. more so thing. And when she, she was, enters, she, like, she says, like, like, "Oh, I'm here to help the Banks, Banks children. children." Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, and them too." Yeah, I, I really no, liked. Like she didn't really help him too much. But. I really liked the what's his name. Now that I have to pull it up, uh, Ben Wish Wishaw, who plays who plays Q on the newest James Bond movies. Down said he had a hard time figuring out who that well, guy yeah, was. This there's like a, a mustache. Must, the mustache. Yeah. I was just like, it threw me off. I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. Yeah, but I just forgot that he was. In James Bond. Yeah, he's the one who made me tear up because, like, like you were uh, talking about, Which like, part? just the part where he breaks down, like, oh, and I he's mean, stressed. Cause, yeah, stressed, he's stressed to the max. The family, Which his one? wife passed away. I think it's where he gets angry at him towards oh, the end yeah, of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, just like a lot of the emotional weight is on his shoulders in this movie. Mm-hmm. And like some of the things that have gone personally in our lives with people passing away soon, like, that always, like, rings, like, that's why yeah. Disney movies, like, they always have those. Everyone has their. You have to find out that a parent's dead in the beginning. Of the exactly, movie. yeah. But they just be able to touch on it so well that it's like not overbearing, but like it's still you're able to relate to it. I just thought his performance was really good. Um, just his his clothes were funny too, like the way they dressed back then. His pants were like really yeah. high up and stuff. But I really like Ben Winshaw's as Michael. And then I was telling you that it's funny that the actress they got to play, what's her name, the sister's name. Uh, Not, oh. Jane, Jane, and yeah, yeah. Emily her, Mortimer. Yeah, her, her yeah, her accent in in uh, typically sounds that like has a lisp, and it sounds a lot like the little girl who played her, who also had a lisp. But that's probably because she was just a kid. And not necessarily I felt like she, she was, was cast really well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know if she was trying to be a lesbian or not though, because she was wearing pants the whole time. Not that you can't not wear pants, but yeah. I don't know what they were trying. To... She's progressive. There you go. And then she had uh, she was also like her mom, where because the mom yeah, the first for women was, was the woman suffrage. What was this one for? Like jobs. Yeah, workers. Because yeah. uh, it was during like, was this supposed to be during Great Depression? Or it was. It, was, time? it had to have been because the the opening song is about like borrowing money from people because you have. Yeah, and it said during the Great Slum. Yeah, or yeah. Great like that. Slum. It must have been right after. Yeah, that's what England called it when they were trying to bounce back. Oh, yeah. Um. No, I thought she was good. I think maybe they could have given the sister a little bit more to do. But yeah, she was. I, was, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did, were they trying to ship her and Jack at the end? Is that, yeah. Did they definitely. actually get together? Yeah. They held hands. Yeah. yeah. It was it was kind of like a shoehorned in yeah. thing. I but, enjoyed it. No, yeah. I'm glad they didn't try to do that with Mary Poppins. Yeah, because then I feel like people would have been like, "What? Does Mary Poppins have a new boyfriend every town she goes into?" No, Mary Poppins <laughs> is she's just magical. No, because yeah. Mary Poppins <laughs> would get with every guy who works on the streets every time she comes back. Because then that means if she got with Dick Van Dyke, 
She gets yeah. that chimney sweep. Yeah. And then, well, that doesn't sound good at all. <laughs> and then she comes and gets with Jack, lighting her up. Light, so it's like. Light her torch. Yeah. But she never <laughs> ages. But do we ever find in the books, like, is Mary Poppins like a sorceress or is she like I need to eternal read all being? The books. Like an angel? She went to Hogwarts. <laughs> oh, no, she's from Hogwarts. Yeah. She got kicked out. You're like, you're going to be a nanny for the rest of your life. My one thing is, I just wish I had gotten a little bit more of Mary. Yeah, there was like, some scenes. I kind of felt like towards the end even, I was like, wait, but like I almost feel like this is ending just completely without her and I, I need more. Well, I think they did that because I remember watching a trailer or a scene from the original recently online and there's a scene that says, Mary basically says like, oh, if I had to say bye to you, it would make it harder or something like that. Or why do I need to say bye to you? It would just make it harder for you. Yeah. I'm assuming they kind of did that in this one, but without <laughs> saying that line. But I don't know. Um, it was a little cool little... Spoiler nugget. I mean, Dick Van Dyke shows up at the end, and then I love that. the chick from freaking Ben Oz and Broomsticks, the balloon lady. Yeah, she was in Ben Oz and Broomsticks. Angela Lansbury. Yeah, yeah. And I've actually never seen Ben Oz. You need and to watch it because the guy, awesome the love interest, it. or the guy who's in that one, is the dad who played George Banks in the original. Oh. Which is crazy that he died that long ago, but she's still alive. Yeah. Don't you think that they originally probably asked Julie Andrews? Oh, yeah. To play that role, well, and I'm assuming she's probably she, like, well, nah. she said no. Did you yeah. hear about this? Oh, down, tell it. Well, so when I first, when I watched the movie, I wasn't disappointed that she wasn't in it because I already knew that she wasn't. Yeah, she's and a lot of she, Disney's been and doing I, that. I did love Angela Lansbury, yeah. and Disney's been doing that. Other movies have been doing that. We're like, hey, we got a reboot, let's throw in the original person yeah. just walks by. A lot of people have been doing that lately, and so like with Dick Van Dyke's character, yeah, I'm glad that they didn't bring back Bert. Yeah, yeah, they mentioned him, but they yeah, didn't. they mentioned him, but he's. He's just like the bank guy yeah. again. Like, and that's what's uh, awesome because he's in a the different old bank one, guy. He but... dressed up older yeah. than what he is, and now he just is that old. Yeah, because yeah. you it. know who he is. This one, right? So you know, in the original, yeah. the guy who's pulling his uncle down, he's playing the guy who pulled the uncle down, mm-hmm. the guy with the high pitched voice, uncle. <laughs> so that's why I was okay with him being in it, and yeah. he didn't really take away because no. same character in the first one. Is it kind of weird that like I didn't really notice that, but people are pointing out that his accent wasn't that good in the original. That's I the never biggest. Cared. That's the biggest criticism. And Julie, and people are joking like Julie Andrews, like what the hell, man? This guy's like butchering my accent. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, that's why it's good that Lin Manuel was in this. Cause yeah, his is bad too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of a white guy doing it, it's a Puerto Rican guy. Yeah. But um, no. Uh, Do you guys feel like Dick Van Dyke's accent was like? I mean, he's ninety-two. I don't feel like his accent was that good in this one either. But yeah, no, I, I think, didn't even I think, pay attention. I think to he's that. just old. Yeah, but I loved like, whatever. it. But anyway. So Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. So she didn't want to be in the movie. She was offered, but she said she didn't want to because she didn't want to steal the thunder from Emily Blunt. And she she's loved like, Emily the choice for Emily Blunt yeah. so much. And she's like, I don't she's like, I don't want people spending the entire movie looking Wait, for the like original. Yeah. Looking for the original yeah. Mary Poppins. No, so it's again, smart. That goes to Julie Andrew being classy. Julie Andrews being classy and saying, No, this is all about you. This is your time to shine. Yeah. I already had mine. And my one one of the friends I went to see it with, like she was disappointed that, that she wasn't that in she it. wasn't in it. I'm like, I wouldn't have wanted her in it, yeah, because it would have taken away, yeah, because it, yeah, and because those actresses or actors are so iconic that when you see them on screen, it almost like takes you out of the movie if it's yeah. not done well. Uh-huh. You're like, oh yeah, that was clearly yeah. like, yeah, it's weird. Like if Sean Connery was yeah, just walk the, the a, uncle in because he they they said that he was going to be that old guy. In Skyfall, that's yeah, yeah, at yeah. that house. Oh yeah, yeah, that would have totally taken you out yeah. of the movie. Like, oh, is this also James Bond? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if it's done right, it's good. But that's why I think the Dick Van Dyke one was good because it it was the same character. Yeah, so it's and not then like it... 
took anything out. Angela Lansbury. That's just cool because she's from that era of movies yeah. with Disney. Yeah, she's a classic Disney voice. I didn't know she was and freaking she sound, old. She still sounds like Mrs. Potts. I yeah. know. That's what's so great about it. So, um, do I have anything else written down? Nope. I got I covered Emily Emily Blunt's A cut. <laughs> Tiki Tiki Torches looks like the alt right, and then Meryl, I have one thing I Meryl ask Streep's you horrible guys about. song. Go ahead. Okay, so the bathtub scene, oh. I loved it. Yeah. It was so magical. But I feel like when the dolphin comes up, I feel like it should have been animated, like the oh, hand-drawn an animation like an instead of dolphin. like yeah, instead of an actual. Well, in the entire ocean scene, is they were all CG in the thing, weren't they? No, but she was saying she wanted to be hand drawn like oh, the yeah. cartoon like, style, like the bowl sequence. Yeah, and I don't know. I I, think it's I just did. It was a different sequence. <sighs> I just wanted. Well, it to was be it all the entire ocean scene? There was no there was, hand drawn. It, wasn't it was hand all drawn more. In that one, no. Well, the background yeah. was probably. Yeah. But that was like the whole SpongeBob. I'll scene. have to pay attention yeah. to it when I see it again. But yeah. it it kind of almost felt. I did enjoy it, but I was like, this is almost too much going on. Yeah, they uh, they should have they should have. It could have made been it simplified. a little a little less CGI. Like yeah, yeah. I like, like the scene where they're on the <clears throat> boat above the water and they're like getting the bubbles and stuff. That's more like practical effects. Yeah, because yeah, yeah I, because it it take, kind of takes away the imagination part of yeah. the whole sequence. And then, um, what was you guys other than the the book song? What's the, what's the song name of the song called? The book's cover. Oh, the cover is not the book. Yeah, I like that song a lot. It's and really then, good. I try to think of other songs I really liked a lot. I like the, I mean, the, the sequence with um, the tiki torches and the lanting, the lighting, yeah. the lanterns and the BMX I want to watch that again yeah. because all I could think about was step in time during yeah. that whole sequence. Yeah. I wished that there was more dancing, yeah. honestly, because that's what's so great about step in time. Yeah. yeah. The song's just good to go along with it, but it's, just, it's the visuals of them dancing that you remember the most. Yeah. yeah. And there was some dancing, but a lot of it was like spinning on those mm. lampposts. And yeah. then when the bikes came in, I did enjoy it. But at the same time, my automatic thought was like, oh, this is like for the, let's bring in the generational yeah, tie. Yeah, because you definitely not could do those tricks on the types of bikes they had no. in the 1930s. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> they'd break like super they'd snap yeah but, so I have to see it again yeah I want to definitely see it again um I don't know if there's any I mean it was good I don't think I love the the place where the lost things go I feel like that's the that moment song, where I was like okay that, this is where we cry I got my wife Jessica yeah. she was that was a good song was, yeah. yeah and I I didn't notice it was a good connections that um I thought it was just a new thing they added for this one that Mary Poppins was just like mm, we didn't actually go there she just like shrugged it off she did that in the original too. Mm-hmm. I didn't remember that, but there was a scene where Julie Andrews, and Mary Poppins, like knitting, and they're like, mm-hmm. "No, we did this, we did this." She's like, "Oh, that sounds preposterous." So yeah. basically, she's taking all these adventures and then calling them crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, did you have anything else written down, Abby? Mm-hmm. Oh, what did you guys think of the animated characters in the? Did you guys pay attention? I was oh, really. It was, this, it was Colin first character, right? You talking about those ones? Yeah, like even when they were in the music hall, that whole scene. Yeah. I was yeah. really paying attention because I'm like, you know, these animators are like, yes, we gotta get back to the old stuff. So yeah. I wanted to see what the characters were that they created, um, and I was the one that I was the biggest fan of was the driver of the coach. Oh, yeah. oh was I was okay was with dog? that, yeah. but then some of the other ones, it was just really interesting because it didn't feel like the classic Disney characters you would have seen. Yeah. It was interesting to see well, what they did with it. Because like all those animators have kind of gotten out of practice doing stuff like that. Yeah. So they were probably just like, wow, you, you told us we had to learn 3D animation. Like <laughs> now we're going yeah. back to this. Wow. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> yeah. 
They have to go back and get the freaking like old people who are retired. Because it definitely had different movements than like yeah. Disney movies. It was like a a callback, obviously, and like a tribute yeah. to it, but it wasn't obviously identical because yeah. technology's come a long way. There's probably a lot of shortcuts they can do with the technology yeah. we have now. But it would be, I mean, it's going to be cool to go to Disneyland and see a lot of that artwork's probably going to be yeah. at the shops that you can buy stuff. And that would be cool to see Mary Poppins in that costume the the purple the, one yeah also the scene one. I, i've i all the times i've been to disneyland every time i see mary poppins and bert it's always in their jolly holiday has yeah. she ever been in like her cool red peacoat i sometimes one? wish she would more often you should have one where she freaking comes down from the, the mound during the fireworks she should be the one dude. she should be the one in the instead fireworks of, show instead of tinkerbell, instead of tinkerbell, tinkerbell. mix it up or buzz lightyear for the pixar one yeah oh yeah well anyway i, I really enjoyed the movie i really want to go to disneyland now I, and I think that Disney is trying to sell balloons hardcore between this movie and Christopher oh, the Robin. Lady. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All the balloons. I feel like I need to buy a balloon now. Yeah. So there's oh, yeah. the right something one, up there. That's the, the one thing right I want to talk about. Because I've heard some people who didn't really care for the ending of this movie. What did you guys feel like? The climax of them trying to change back time. I'm like, whoa, they're going to do time oh, travel. So yeah, yeah. So to get to my spoilers. So like the, I don't really know if they were trying to like make it like subtle but they were spending too much time on the kite. I was like, all right, those are the c- certificates on oh, there. Oh, yeah. I called that as soon as the kid looked at the picture. Yeah. Well, I, I was, was like, just I was just like, okay, it looks like newspapers, probably the certificates. They can't find them. It's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was then I was like, and they're spending way too much time with the guy on the the house, the the captain or whatever. He yes. was in the first one too, right? It's a yeah, different guy. I it's think, supposed to be but, his like grandson or son. But they were spending way too much time on that about it being back in time. And as soon as they, she's like, "We could turn back time." I was like, "Oh well, it's gonna match up with the yeah. uh, the other guy." The guy shooting his cannon because that guy used to do the same thing in the first one, right? Like, did he used to say that the clock was late? Yeah. Uh, no, he, no, never, he was, no, he I think was always he was on, on time. time. Yeah. Oh. And so I think like like I don't know, but for me, even though I predicted all that stuff, and it, they probably weren't even trying to hide it. For some reason, it's still like it was still magical when it like actually played out. Yeah, so yeah. the part where freaking Mary Poppins waits for all the guys to I almost know. kill themselves on the ladder. She's like, <laughs> she likes let to me, watch. Let the me struggle. do this. I'm gonna just float. She's up like, Brett, it. like <laughs> it's not that hard. She's just like, dee, dee, dee. <laughs> she was literally like almost bored watching them. Like yeah. they're on top of Big Ben, and she's just like, yeah. yeah, this is. I do this all the time. This is boring. And then they, they do the. <laughs> The diving board thing to get launched oh, yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, you guys are taking too long. She's just like, she's like, I would have just gone up the stairs. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. There's gotta <laughs> be. As soon as he went inside, yeah. I was like, and we should have just broken into. Yeah, bed. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's cool. If that's how they used to light up Big Ben before electricity, what, yeah. it was prominent. Who but knows? Anyway, maybe they still do that. I don't know. They do I don't, candles I don't know. And I've never been. But uh, <laughs> I've been on top of Big Ben. On Assassin's Creed Syndicate. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's always like, we should go to Rome. I was like, I've already been there on Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed's all historical stuff. So if I ever, she ever says we should go somewhere, I'm like, I've already been there. I've already been to Florence, Italy. Um, anyway, so I thought the ending was good. Like, I didn't mind it. Some people were saying it's like, oh, Disney don't know how to wrap up a story well, anymore. I, I, I don't yeah, know. Like, kind of like Key and Peele's, like all their skits just don't know how to end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Well, because I, I heard that it was I, very similar to, like, I didn't see this movie, but the Christopher Robin movie. I didn't watch that one either. They said, like, the ending was, like, okay, those are, like, real-life problems, and, like, we're making it, like, a very over-the-top magical yeah. way to get it fixed. We're, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was an interesting way to end it, to, like, have everyone involved in, like, the magic. Yeah. But then she's, like, oh, all the adults are going to forget about this. Like, yeah. After. 
anyway. Because they are because on the very ending where they're all flying up in the balloons, do you think it was cool that everyone in the park was flying the balloons, or just? I think it would have been weird if they didn't have everyone. If it was just, if like, it was just, just the banks. Michael, yeah. the Banks, and all them. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought he did a good job singing too, Michael Banks. Yeah. yeah. Were they all actual singing? I, that I think was so. one of my favorite I didn't songs. Hear, I didn't hear any auto-tune like I did in Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I, I think they learned too. their lesson. Yeah, that was Hopefully. like a little too much. Yeah, and I think it works well and you, you can't do auto-tune as much because I don't remember if the old Mary Poppins like this because they do in between like talking slash singing in these yeah. musicals. So like... You can't really auto tune when they just do like the yeah. talking melody. Well, in the cartoons, it was always a different actor for the the singing and the talking. Oh, really? It was never mm-hmm. the same person. Yeah, and then that's like Nightmare Before Christmas. Jack's singing voice is Danny Elfman, yeah. but the actor the is actor just is a different guy. Yeah. Even well, though they still blend, and it sounds like the yeah. same person. Yeah. Like I wish they would have done that for Emma Watson for for movies. yeah. I so. feel like that song though, yeah. that ending song, "Nowhere to Go But Up." That'll be like a classic Disney yeah, one. Yeah, it ended on, that's yeah. where I think people walked out really happy because that literally left them on a, a high note, like going up. Like, let's, yeah. it's just a really good ending to it's, like It's going to be in World of Color for sure. You think so? <laughs> You're right. It'll be in every show, yeah. every Disney And then you think show. like all the balloons that they start selling <laughs> oh, at yeah. Disneyland will be the colors of the balloons, with like the crazy yarn, yeah. wherever she had the rope that she had instead. Yeah. Telling you, it's about those balloon sales. That's yeah. what they're and really the going for. And the first balloon wouldn't go up. Yeah. It's a little ED problem. Yeah, people, people think that Rectiles. Disney's margins all come from ticket sales. Nope, it's balloons. <laughs> balloons, dude. Because Balloons they cost have... a penny and they charge you like 20 bucks for them. Yeah, yeah. dude, because they have like a balloon within a balloon with a flashing yes. light. Because I feel like Disney Disneyland's like food is pretty reasonably priced. Yeah. Because it's like you spend well, like- I don't know, $6 like for nine... a churro is kind of crazy now. Isn't it like four bucks? Maybe five. I thought it was like four bucks. I don't know. Anyway. But yeah, whatever. But like I feel like their meals are like nine, 10 bucks. I'm like, that's not bad. That's what you'd- Spend outside, and you don't have to go outside. Yeah, but freaking balloons, like fifteen bucks. <laughs> Are they really that much? Because that's what yeah. I thought no, yeah. they were. Yeah, yeah it's like fifteen crazy. bucks. And I hate. I feel bad for the balloon person's job because I bet you, you know how people can ask to hold the balloons to take a picture. Yeah. I bet you they get asked that more than say, "Hey, yeah. can I have a balloon to buy?" <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, and I would hate the fact. I don't know if I'll ever buy those balloons. I'll just tell my kid to knock it off. They don't need a balloon because, how many think balloons do you think get let go by the kids? I don't know. Um, I don't know. When they usually will. Well, there's no planes them. that are allowed to fly over Disneyland ever since 9-11, yeah. so but, yeah, we won't have that problem. Doesn't Disney give them a new one if you tell them that there's flew away? I probably. They don't yeah. charge you. I'm assuming yeah, yeah. it's smart just would. tie the balloon to the, your stroller if you have a kid so it doesn't Like Disneyland it. doesn't even stop kids if they steal from the store. They don't? No. Oh, if a kid is stealing Trust something. Trust me, I worked there. If a kid's stealing, they, they don't. It's more of a hassle. Because they don't want to take away from the magic. Yeah. Magic of stealing. <laughs> magic of stealing. <laughs> um, yeah, you also don't want to see some kid getting tackled by yeah. some like goofy character. <laughs> yeah. Like that one video of of uh, the kid who kicks Pluto in the, the leg and Pluto chases him down. Are you serious? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Did that guy get fired? Yeah. Oh. Poor guy. Man. I'm anyway. like, you just got kicked. I know. I would have done the same thing. Dogs do the same thing. Pluto's yeah. just a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, anyway, there's our review slash spoiler review. Uh, go see the movie in theaters this holiday season with your family. It's definitely worth it. And then according to Dallin and Abby, the soundtrack is really good if you're into the musical it, soundtracks. It, 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 the more you listen to it, the more you like it. And, yeah. And it'll make you like the movie Do more. Do you still skip the Meryl Streep song oh, on the CD? I, I haven't even listened to it on the soundtrack because I don't want to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I heard her say like one word in the beginning. I was like, nope. Skipping her fake Russian accent. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so bad. I'm gonna be like the people they are in Hollywood now. Like you know how people are getting mad that like 
why can't you get a gay person to well, play a gay oh, yeah. character? Yeah. Why didn't they get a Russian to play her? And and why is her character so colorful too? I don't know. Because her her costume was like way out of place. Well, if you've read some of the books, is that character or a mention of Mary Poppins' cousin in? Not that I know of. Why the hell does Mary Poppins get to live in the sky and her cousin has to live on Earth? <laughs> well, who was um in I Love to Laugh? Was that I can't remember if that was her uncle. They, and they have the original tea. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Was that her uncle? She's got all sorts <gasps> oh, of family I think she relations. Just calls him. Oh, the guy who plays the his voice is the freaking Mad Hatter from Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. yeah I don't know if it's her uncle or just a friend, but maybe just anyone she knows closely. She calls aunts and uncles because yeah, she's cool like that. I like that scene a lot. Way better than freaking Topsy Turvy. Yeah. From the original. Yeah. Yeah, where he's like laughing. Well, that yeah. guy's got an iconic voice. He played Mad Hatter. Yeah. Mustard? Yeah, Must not freaking, be silly. It's freaking good. <laughs> he also played uh, the fairy godfather on Cinderella. You guys ever see that movie with... Um, no. Freak, who was the comedian back in the day? Jerry Lewis. You should watch it. They, in the 60s, they did a, a spin where he's uh, living with his stepbrothers and his stepmom, and he's secretly rich but doesn't know it. And it's uh, so it's called Cinderfella. It's gender flipped. And he, uh, the guy who plays the Matt Hatter voice, he played the fairy godfather. But mm. anyway, and there's oh, a princess. A, there's a princess charming instead of a prince charming. So anyway. oh, about the uh, the cultural appropriation thing with uh, <clears throat> with Meryl Streep's thing. Yeah, being Russian. So this is this Russian. is this is like a little off topic, but the Aladdin like oh. reveal stuff. So you know how like everyone's all getting mad about Will Smith. And yeah, because he's not actually blue, according <clears throat> yeah. to the picture at least. Did you and see the pictures, Eddie? No. They released teaser images of his like human form. Yeah, like when he's in Agrabah. Like, Here, I'll show you. Undercover. And so everyone's getting mad at his costume, saying it just looks like cosplay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, they're they're getting mad about um, Jasmine for not... Actually being Middle not, Eastern or yeah, Arabian? She's, she's half Indian, and so everyone's getting mad about that. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, first off, Agrabah is not a real place. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Do we know exactly where Agrabah it's, is? They I don't just, know if they, I like Jafar. He doesn't look too Middle menacing. East. See, and that's the other thing, too. Like, I'm just like... That's Jafar. I'm like, he's not He's not like a bad-looking dude. I know, yeah. He's not as like Weasley as... Maybe yeah, that's Jafar what Jasmine like, might be thinking about. Jafar is yeah, not like that's that. Like, she, it's just like, he's just a motivated guy. He wants to become Sultan. Like, is that a bad thing? Yeah. But... um. Oh, here we go. Here's the image. Anyone wants to look up, just look up Will Smith genie from. So that's he. But Will Smith confirmed that's. Remember when Aladdin, a genie in the original, goes into a human form, and he's like not blue. Yes, that's that. But he says in the majority of the movie that Will Smith, he said he will be blue and it'd be oh. mostly, CGI mostly blue, CGI yeah. blue. Okay. So that's only for the Agrabah scene where he goes undercover like, the parade and stuff like this that. This kind of reminds me of Kazam. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah, and that's Wait, what, but, so, that the but that's what the, the trailer yeah. or the that cover really makes it look bad. Yeah, because I saw the actual pictures where he's talking to Aladdin and it looked a lot better. And it doesn't th- even look like a Disney. So, release. but but in the actual like they have pictures of the on set stuff, it looks it fl- it looks like it fits. Yeah, because down point out that anytime Entertainment Weekly has a cover on they a make new them movie, really the saturated. colors are like right. Yeah. Because the X-Men Apocalypse like movie The cover's came out. not the book, dude. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Tie back to the song. But anyway, like uh, what I just wanted to say is so everyone's getting all mad about it not being like culturally accurate with yeah. with her not being like from the Middle East. She's half Indian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they got her because she can sing, one. Yeah. And so, so can Aladdin. He can sing too. Oh, that's good. But the biggest thing is like if you guys are going to criticize it, like remember – 
this movie is called Aladdin and in in uh like the actual name is supposed to be pronounced Aladdin. Oh, it is? Yeah. So if you're getting mad about everything else, just remember you're pronouncing the name yeah, wrong. There's consistent. a lot of things that are wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like it's it's a fantasy story. It wasn't real, and there's genies in it. So I yeah. mean, like and magic carpets. Like get over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one last question I have, and we'll wrap it up. Is how many movies are coming out that are live action for Disney next year? There's three, or just isn't there? in general Disney movies? Well, it's a huge Dumbo year. comes up again next year. Dumbo, Lion Aladdin. King, and Aladdin. That's yeah, three next that's year. Three. And think, they have Toy Story. And what well, else? Well, Lion is King is not live action. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, because the only reason why Jungle Book could be considered live action is because boy. of the little boy. <laughs> yeah. But I'm kind of sad because on Jungle Book, they didn't actually go to India. It was all on set. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then maybe they could consider Lion King a uh, live action if they actually film in locations like they did with that old yeah. dinosaur movie where they just CGI yeah. the people there or the but animals. They probably just stayed. It's all computer done, which I just I feel like it would feel a lot more organic if they actually had location shooting and then yeah. throw that. I don't know. But so, sometimes, though, that makes it look fake. The CGI. Yeah, you're right. So you have to, like, make sure your setting is fake, too. Yeah. So, I mean, I think for all three of those, the ones I'm most excited about is probably Aladdin. Yeah. Of Dumbo is probably just going to make everyone cry from what I hear. Yeah. They won't have those racist crows. Yeah, Dumbo looks cool. Well, they might. <laughs> they, yeah. They won't, be talking. they won't be talking like that, though. Um, They're just going to be ghetto. So the, Yeah. <laughs> so those three are coming out next year. And then are there any other coming out soon? Oh, Mulan. That's, yeah, that's in like two years. And then. Or not two years, but. 2020. 2020. Little Mermaid. I don't know when that comes out. Yeah. And then. Been, yeah, I mean, they're basically, eventually they're yeah. going to be doing all of them. Which I never saw Maleficent, which I know I think you liked a lot. It was good. I, I was better than I thought it was going to be. I just wish that because there's only some of them that they haven't done a straight. Alice in Wonderland was the first one. It was almost her returning to uh, Wonderland instead yeah. of just. I wish they would have just done an actual story of a little girl going to Wonderland. Yeah. And then the Maleficent. I wish they would have just done Sleeping Beauty, like the cartoon, but yeah. do it live action. Well, they have to do like the retelling. Or yeah, because they've only done the that untold it's, story. Yeah, because now Maleficent's a good guy. Yeah. Because it's weird that they've chosen to do a, a untold story with a few of these live actions, but the other ones are just straight adaptations from their cartoons. But yeah, yeah, like I don't the know. Cinderella. Yeah. yeah. I like Cinderella. Oh, yeah. Mulan is not a musical. And there will be a love interest in there, but it won't be the same character. Yeah. What? No. They're trying to make it like not misogynistic because... And it, aren't they not fighting the Huns? They are, but it's not going to... I think I looked... The guy that got to play the bad guy, he played... He was the voice of the guy on Lilo and Stitch, the surfer. He also played Mowgli in the live-action Jungle Book from the 1990s. He played Bruce Lee. Everybody like, had a crush on him. Yeah, I liked that Jungle Book, which that Jungle Book movie is not on Blu-ray, along with The Three Musketeers. Anyway. Yeah. But, uh, no, yeah, there's a lot of Disney remakes coming up the up the pipeline. So if you guys are into these movies, get ready for yeah. them. I, I have no problem with them. Yeah. As, People and, are complaining until, Disney until they making start more make, money. But... Until they start making them, like, really badly, like... I'm not going to get mad. Yeah. And because so far they haven't been terrible. Yeah. I get the complaint where like Hollywood doesn't have any more ideas, which you could argue they don't. But like you said, Disney hasn't been like making them and then like they well, just are horrible. It's it's not even that they don't have ideas. People don't want to take risks on movies that they yeah. have no idea what they are. Yep. Like like I I was telling all my friends to go see Green Book and they're just like, uh, but it's because they don't know anything about it. Yeah. So it's like they have no reason to go see it because they want to invest their time in something that They're they comfortable know. with. Yeah. And so that's why movies have kind of become the just nostalgic and everything because that's what people want to see, stuff that they're familiar with. And these businesses know 
that they're going to make money off of them. Yeah. So why would you take a risk if yeah. you're going to make money guaranteed? Yeah. You're and gonna get, your, their job is to get butts in the theater. Yeah. And the best way to protest anything is to not buy it. <laughs> yeah. Instead of shutting it down, saying this shouldn't be made, just don't yeah, go. Look, look at uh, what what is it, Battlefield? The uh, Five? Yeah. yeah. The video game? Yeah. yeah. Just don't buy it if, if you are that upset about it. And but then, people are going to go, go see it because yeah. – because then the they are actually good. The companies will learn. Oh, they didn't like that because yeah. they didn't buy it. Yeah. So. And we did that with this. I didn't. I didn't go see it. The second Alice in Wonderland. I didn't see it I either. Heard that one was bad. I can't watch any of the Alice in Wonderland movies. Are you worried though? Because Tim Burton made the first one, and he's also making Dumbo. I think that oh, Dumbo think looks very different than yeah. the Alice movies. So I'm okay with that. That elephant is going to be a bunch of toys. And, and Danny DeVito is just awesome. Yeah. yeah. If it's got Danny DeVito in it, <laughs> I'm there. He going crazy like he's it's always sunny. Well, he's he's playing the same character as he did in Big Fish. Oh, he did. You're right. Did he you was, ever see Big Fish? Once in the theater. That's so one of it's my favorite movie. Tim Burton movies. It's a good one. I should watch that again. You know McGregor's good too. Yeah. So. It's, a, it's just good. Yeah. It's so like imaginative too. Yeah. That's what I like about a lot of Tim Burton movies. They they tend to like blend together. Yeah, but that one actually stands out pretty well. So, well, thanks for coming, guys. Mary Poppins Returns is in theaters. Um, oh, didn't Rob Marshall, the director, direct Chicago? I think yes, so. he did. Sounds, this sounds is the great. last thing I will say, and then we will end the podcast. I hate Chicago, <laughs> only because, and I've never seen it. Well, people are like, well, John, why do you hate a movie you can't see? This is why. I freaking love Lord of the Rings as a teenager. Oh, yeah. The only way to watch him is the extended edition. And in the 2002 Academy Awards for best set, sorry, best set design. Do you remember the, the uh, what's the freaking, it, uh, where the Rohan live? Not Helm's Deep. Not Helm's what, Deep. It's on top of the mountain. The village they built? Rohan. Yeah, Rohan, yeah. <laughs> is it just Rohan? No, it's Rohan, but like that's the country they're in, but there's an actual name for the city. Oh, that's true. There's Anyway, so but, the yeah. city that's on top of the hill, they had to go find a hill. They built everything on there, and then mm. with the agreement of New Zealand, they had to take it all down. There was also weather problems because it was super windy up yeah. there, and then they took it all down and made it look like nothing had ever been built there, and they lost a freaking Chicago set design of them being like in a studio probably on a set. Yeah, on a set. That's, that's pretty bad. That was my first, my first like, I was like, you freaking kidding me? Like They freaking built a set and had to deal with Mother Nature and then took it all down like it had not been there. A lot of times with the Oscars, it's who you know and who you... Blow? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, um, thanks, Dallin, for coming. And Abby, thanks for coming. Uh, This has been episode 59 of the John Lyon Podcast. And uh, Merry Christmas or whatever, happy holidays, whatever holiday you celebrate. I don't like to offend. All right. Anyway, peace out. (laughs) You can say bye, Abby. Bye.